Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, I want to give a quick shout out to all of our content producers out there. If you're a person that is passionate about creating content around cryptocurrency, blockchain, fintech, and just helping people understand everything that's going on in this space, then I'm talking to you. We would love if you would become a Cryptocurrent contributor. If you go to our website, we have a form that you can fill out so you can start to share some of the amazing content that you are creating with our audience. So please sign up today and we look forward to working with you soon. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. Today, I have a very special one for you, and I know I'm excited for this conversation. So we have someone who has been building amazing games throughout the decades. Um, just some notice, notable ones I'm, I will point out uh, between Donkey Kong, Grand Theft Auto, and several others. We have Tony Harmon, who's the CEO of Universe, who's building out an amazing Web3 gaming platform that I'm excited to participate in. Tony, how are you doing today? <laughs> doing great. <laughs> Thanks for yeah, <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, excited to have you on the show. Uh, before we dive into everything that's going on at Universe, let's first start with some background on you. Can you just tell us a little bit of background on yourself? I've been making games for a lot of years. I was director of development and acquisitions at Nintendo for nearly a decade. Um, I really like to try to focus on um, new cutting edge um, ideas, not do follow the pack. So um, first pre-rendered graphics and games with Donkey Kong Country and Killer Instinct, first polygonal console game with Star Fox or least successful console game with uh, Star Fox, first user-generated content with Mario Paint. When I left Nintendo, the first project I did is with Dave Jones and uh, the studio DMA, DMA Design did Grand Theft Auto, then went on with Dave Jones to do Crackdown and uh, first co-op game console, uh, remotely co-op game. And then one of the very first Battle Royale games, APB, uh, which really focused on a lot of user-generated content. So I'm always looking for something to do that's cutting edge, leading edge, the next thing. And I think the universe, uh, what we're going to talk about today is definitely along those lines. Yeah. And it, I, first of all, all of those are absolutely spectacular games. And you know, being in the the web two space for as long as you have been, what made you want to start looking into web three? Like, why are you looking now into building upon blockchain as opposed to just staying, you know, in, in your lane that you've been doing for you know the last few decades? One of the big drivers is I absolutely hate free to play games. I think they destroy uh, gameplay. I think people are, you need to have business analytics, Stanford grads, and they're trying to tune your game to get, 3% of the people who convert to paying users, and then you have to milk as much money out of those guys out with loot boxes, et cetera. And I really hate that. I didn't really want to be involved with that. So I've been really, uh, Wyeth Ridgeway, a good friend of mine, we've been in, in Boulder, Colorado, we've been looking at doing user-generated content ideas for a while. And last week, uh, you know, at our weekly lunches, uh, we've been talking about, and not last week, last year, talking about NFTs and where they're going and, you know, these PFP projects and kind of vague promises and how much money they're raising. And we're like, oh, we can do something way better with a blockchain than this, you know, you know, right. a, a JPEG piece of artwork and some vague promises. Hell, I'm like, for this kind of money, when I watch Clone X go out there, 
I was like, hell, I could build a world-class franchise. I could build something like Star Wars. I could build something like Marvel Universe. And why it's like, let's do it. You know, and so we just started messing around with the business model. Um, I think the business model in games is very much broken these days. Um, you have platforms like Apple, Google, Steam, and others taking 30% off the top for essentially a transaction when they should be taking 25 or 5%. And then um, what people don't realize is for a game to be recognized in those stores, you have to spend a tremendous amount of money in user acquisition. And that could be up to 50% of the revenue. So between losing 30% to the store and 50% for user acquisition, you've now spun out 80% of all the dollars in the industry to either giant corporations or you spun them out to marketing companies. And not one cent of that made a game better. Didn't make none of it went to the developers to make the game better. And I think that's flat out wrong. So I really want to support creators and wanted to come up with a business uh, a business model that we have in Universe where we we push about ninety percent of the money directly from consumers to developers, supports their projects, and uh, really helps uh, empower creators instead of pulling all the money away from them. And I think that's a really great way to look at it is how do we keep empowering people? And, you know, as, as people keep talking about, you know, the transition from web 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, the way that I like to break it down is web one was just read. You go on our website and you read what's going on. Web 2.0, read, write, you know, Facebook uh, and, and everywhere else we can go on and, and participate. But uh, the end user is the product essentially. And, and then you go into their world and they make the money off you. Web 3.0 is read, write, earn and own. You can now own and be a part of that. And you are now being a part by helping grow that community. You're help, helping to drive that ecosystem forward. And you can help to really enjoy the fruits of your labor by growing uh, the, the platforms that you're just deciding to be a part of. So tell me now, like as, as you're like looking at Universe and you're really trying to empower back your, your gamers, also your builders, everything else. How So you're building out an entire ecosystem and you have like a pretty good and and pretty robust roadmap of of different things that are going in it from, you know, different metaverses, uh, uh, building out different games uh, through um, also NFTs that are dropping, kind kind of roll it out to the vision of what is happening there. Hey everyone, just wanted to let you know about all of the amazing content that we're making for you exclusively over on YouTube. You can stay connected to crypto's top stories and trending topics with the Aftershock. Every Wednesday, join Cryptocurrent Steve Miller and myself for a brand new discussion on what's going on in the wild world of Web3. If you want to learn more about cryptocurrency and blockchain but don't know where to start, Crypto Decrypted will cover everything from basics and fundamental analysis to the advanced concepts of technical analysis. Join Chris K every Thursday exclusively on YouTube to get this content. Finally, if you want to take a deeper dive into the world of NFTs and learn more about all the latest and greatest and what's happening in that space while capturing alpha, join Steven on NFT Thursdays exclusively on Twitter Spaces on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We hope you're enjoying our content. And if you're enjoying it, please like, subscribe, share, and leave comments so that we can continue to give you the content to keep you cryptocurrent. All right. So the universe is a science fiction-based property, okay? You can't think of it like a game. It's a large franchise. Part of what we were thinking about last year, Wyeth and myself, is, you know, 
the frustrations we have, we've worked with companies like Disney and built out Star Wars properties and things like that. I've done original content my whole career with few exceptions. And Wyeth is really focused on licensed property content. So he's gone through the frustrations. You sign a big license. They give you a logo and story. You can't use the actors. They don't provide any artwork or anything. We were like, what if actually these companies cooperate with you? What if they tried to promote you and tried to help you with your game? So we decided we'd build our own franchise. So we literally have 25 writers right now building out the story. Just the story alone, 25 writers which is amazing. We have people from Star Wars, from Dune, from Bird Box, from Clone Wars, from writing the dialogue to Call of Duty, just a phenomenal group of writers. Uh, And they're building out a story that is so rich that allows multiple games to be hosted. So we'll do the first three games ourselves and we'll release an SDK. What's beautiful about what we're doing is when you get an NFT hero, one of our characters, it's uh, the SDK allows that character to be fully interoperable between all of our games. In fact, your hero is the admission ticket to the various games. So if you want to do the flying game or the 3D shooter game or the fantasy RPG version game, you drop in the heroes that you own. So you don't own those characters for a single game. You own them for the entire suite of universe games. And so we're help, hoping by creating millions of dollars worth of heroes and assets and artworks and giving away a free, literally everything that we do, we make, whether it's code, art, character, rigging, animations, we give away to the development community. So think about it like Roblox for professional developers. They get a great property, which is Universe. They get 25 world-class writers building it out. They get artists building up phenomenal assets. They can just get a massive head start in their game. They can get AAA quality assets in their games if you're a small indie developer you can go make a game and get you know millions if not tens of millions of dollars of assets from us to help you make your game so it's a big vision it's not a single game it's a giant franchise we will release novels anthologies comic books um and we want our community to be involved and create so any logo we have any piece of artwork we have if you're a consumer, throw it on a t-shirt. You want to sell it, you want us no royalties. I want to point out, all for all the developers, they get all of our support, all those assets, they don't pay us a single dime. No royalties. The only thing they have to do is host our characters because we want games We want games that our community who owns heroes can go drop their hero into their game and play it. So it's a phenomenal new ecosystem that keeps the money going between the consumers and the developers and trying to cut out the uh, big corporations and marketing user acquisition companies completely out of the business model. Man, that is absolutely incredible. And, and, and the first I've heard of an ecosystem trying to do it that way, three, three big things that I took away from that one. And just, and please make sure I, I got this vision, right? So by having a character and by going across the universe, so just to keep it for where people can follow earlier, you're talking about Nintendo. So let's say I was in Super Mario World and I somehow owned Luigi. So now I could go to Donkey Kong World. I go to Kirby's Universe. I could go to all these other Star Fox and basically be able to bring that character with me to play throughout these different uh, systems because it's all under the same universe. That's perfectly, that's correct. So it's not like a metaverse where you're playing yourself. You're actually playing one of these hero characters you own a suite of these characters. Some games may require you to bring two characters in. Some games may require you to bring four heroes in because it, there's four characters that are involved in that game, you know, whether it's a League of Legends or a fantasy game, et cetera. So you want to collect a host of these characters. 
Um, they're NFTs, they're on a blockchain. We wouldn't be able to do it without the blockchain. We wouldn't be able to do it without the power of smart con- contracts where we can drive royalties back to the creators as well. Of the money that we make from the transactions from smart contracts, we take half of that, we put it in a fund, we actually pay it out to developers. So not only developers don't pay us any royalties, we hope pay developers to make games for the universe. Right. And that was the, the, one of the other pieces that I wanted to like make really clear, which I think is awesome, is that you're investing in the creators that will be coming into universe to create. Like the fact that you already have writers from very prestigious backgrounds, uh, being able to give them, like you said, millions of dollars worth of assets through an SDK that they can immediately go start utilizing and building on top of. You're like pretty much setting up the builders for success where a lot of people and others, like you said, they, they try to like, they give some assets or something and then they're trying to just make all this money on top of you where you're really taking that money and, and reinvesting back into the end product, uh, which is the, the universe. Why are you going about that approach? Like, I know that there's like a, a two prone, like, because it, it it matters and like it you, it's where it should be going. But then from the other side of it is like, well, how does the universe then continue to grow and, and be a business? Well, it's very difficult to make enough content that you can stay ahead of a community. They can choose your content at an astronomical rate. And one thing I learned with the APB project is we've created a character customization engine where you can go create your own characters. You could dress your own characters. You could become make your own fashion line essentially within the game. You create tattoos, et cetera. I was so excited every morning to get up and look at YouTube and see what people had created. And the bottom line is they created better things than the developers. They had put more time into it. It blew me away in APB um, at the launch, you know, well over 80% of the time were people creating their own characters. They're investing in building something. They wanted to be part of this community. When you invest the time and hours to create an, a, a fantastic character that you love, you're going to stick with that game for a longer period of time as well. So I actually fully believe in the creators. I believe creators are successful. They're phenomenal creators worldwide. They don't all get the same opportunities that you can in countries that make video games. There's people sitting out there in countries that just have no opportunity to be in the video game industry. What I'm trying to do is provide professional quality assets to let those people have an opportunity to make content. If they entertain our community, then we will compensate them. What's really exciting about our community is we've had games that have millions of players. We feel that we can make games again that attract millions of players. So if they have their own heroes, they're going to be those millions of players are going to be looking for places to drop in their heroes. So that kind of solves the user acquisition problem. You know, there's like 4,000 games a month on Steam. How does a small developer get noticed? But in our particular case, if you're a small developer and you develop for the universe, we have a hungry army of people that have these heroes, these NFTs, they've invested personal time in and money in, and they're looking for places to drop those heroes in and be entertained. Definitely. And I think that's the most unique piece of this is like having this asset that you can grow with and go and play multiple games over time and have completely different experiences. Um, I think that is extremely unique. Um, something that uh, another question that comes to mind now is as you look at the the roadmap of this, is this going to initially drop on um, computers? Is it going to be on um, virtual reality? Is it going to be for uh, mobile devices? Like, uh, talk to me about that side of it. And then for the person who's hearing all of this right now, and they're fired up and they're like, I want to use this. I either want to play this game or I want to be building on this. What, where can they, you know, what are some next steps that they can do to learn more? 
All right. So first of all, we'll start on PC, but we support um, our SDK supports both the Unreal Engine and Unity. So because of that, it can go mobile, it can go console, et cetera. So it'll roll out over time. So um, you can go to universe.com and check it out. Um, we're launching a, a collectible series next week, giving away just tons of NFTs. And we're doing it in a kind of a very creative way. We're telling the story of the universe through the NFTs we give. People can collect at NFTs at events where I speak or others a team speaks or collaborative companies speak. We'll give away all these NFTs. And then we're going to play a little game with them. I'm not really going to give away what we're going to do with that yet. But that's going to uh, um, drive our, our whitelists and um, giveaways of our heroes, et cetera, as well. Um, you can go to our Discord channel. We do a lot of fun things in our Discord channel. Because people are getting involved with the project very early on, we share assets constantly. We call it work in process, what we're doing. We have talks we have uh, uh, world building discussions. We have our authors come in. We have our designers come in. If you want to learn how to make a game, you're being part of this community. I want to say this over and over and over. The universe isn't my project. It's the community project. The universe is owned by our community. We're creating the characters and the stories and the initial games, but I'm really unleashing this. And so in our community right now, we're starting... The, the first aspects of creating. So we have a creator track for people. Right now they're designing the first t-shirt for us. You know, they're going to design, you know, animated logos. And then they're going to do texture maps for our characters. They'll even do concept art for new characters. And they'll kind of get creator points. And people with creator points will get rewarded as well. So we have people that work on, you know, slogans in our community. They don't have art skills. So they do that. We have some phenomenal artists every single day. There's just fantastic art out there. And we just want to keep the community involved. And eventually we'll unleash the SDK and we'll give it to the community. We'll give them everything from our code to our 3D models, to our rigging, to our animations, and just let them go create what they create. And I'm telling you right now, you and I can't predict what they're going to create. And that's that's wonderful. And they will they will exceed our expectations. I'm positive. I, I am too. Um, it's amazing how creative people can be when you give them the tools to go and be creative. Um, and you can just sit back and watch and and things just be built out and, and multiply over time. As I'm looking at this and, you know, as I'm learning more about everything you have building here, obviously this this took a big vision and this is going to take time to kind of build out and get it to the the ultimate vision of where things are. As you're looking at some of the first steps to this, like what do you think are like those first initial pieces that's really going to help be the clue that that brings your community together and gets them to stay as this grows over time. So like you said, it's a large project and we literally have dozens of weeks of releases we've planned. So we get this, you know, we want the backstory out there, the, the, the character story. We want our community to actually go out and write adventures for our characters, etc. Um, we will, we are going to do, you know, some, kind of as we do some short films we have novels the comic book is looking phenomenal and we'll be releasing a series of comic books we'll introduce each character um, via a comic book as well so they can learn we want people just to, you know the more you soak up about this the more you get i don't know if you ever watch a television series like game of thrones it goes on for years and years but you really get into the characters and you're really invested in them and the story and at the same time in the background we're going to build you know three three different games that, um, the, that prove that the characters can be interoperable between the games. And um, we'll have some big NFT offerings for our heroes 
and we have uh, an exciting way to deliver them as well. We want a lot of the value of the value chain of the game to actually go to the community. So we feel the people that support us the earliest will get kind of some of the most valuable assets in the game, and many of them will be for free. And by continuing to support us and drumming up support for us, they'll, they'll do very well with those characters, and they'll have the coolest things in the game the games as well. So this is a a long project it's you know it's going to take developers you know a year to make their game you know and uh we've been making ours for quite a while as well um we have phenomenal people involved one of the first investors in our project was dave jones you know designer you know he did lemmings he did grand theft auto crackdown apb some of the projects we were on i went and told him my idea and i said hey what if we did this and what if we gave it all away and he came back to me and says you know what I don't own Grand Theft Auto. I don't own Lemmings. Sony owns Lemmings. I don't own Crackdown. Microsoft owns Crackdown. You know, I would love to design a game for the universe and give it to the community because I'm not going to own it at the end of the day anyways. And so that was validation of what we were doing. And then we would go out to phenomenal artists and explain to what we're doing. And they said, well, I'll drop what we're doing and I want to join universe because I would love to make something that the community owns versus a large corporation. So that's just a consistent thing. We have all these amazing creative people. And if you go to our Discord channels, we have people constantly, what can I do? What can I build? How can I help? And that's the attitude we want. And we're just building an army of support. And um, the more people support us, the bigger and better the universe can be. Definitely. There's like two reoccurring themes that keep coming up in the course of this conversation. I want to spend a little bit of time on it. And one is story and the other is community. and when I think about every good game that I've ever played, it's the story, it's the plot, it's the character building and development and like for the, for the payoff eventually at the end or the big uh, reveal or whatever it is and, and how much time and thought and energy goes into really crafting that story. So I want to start there. Like how, how was it that you, at the beginning of this, and obviously you have a ton of experience with, with, with gaming, to, to really start with your investment in making sure that the first games that you come out have a really good story. Like, it, is that just through your experience? Like, what what is making you want to spend that much time on the, the story side of things? Yeah, so the, we have a world building series and we have videos. If you go to our Twitter, the universe, you can um, see uh, Brent Friedman discussion discussing how he was so excited to be involved with the project at the beginning and not be pulled in after the fact. Um, you know, he was involved with like the Command and Conquer type series. And he's like, they brought him after in afterwards to create a story. And he had to make a fit with all these things that were ever already created. But what he loves is he can go in there and he can just build a really rich, diverse world that can host multiple games. You have to think of this like Star Wars, or you have to think of this like Marvel Universe. It has got that much depth and that much richness. So he's, you know, our chief storyteller. He's uh, worked at Lucas Ranch on Star Wars. He's written Clone Wars episodes, Walking Dead. I think all the last four or five Call of Duties. He's, you know, he's done all the dialogue for the last Call of, for the Call of Duties. He's just a master writer. And we explained to him what we're doing. He just started laughing. He said, I want to be involved with this. And I get to build something out from the beginning. So he's been working since last year building this out. And we have an army of 25 um, writers are writing stories for you know different portions of the universe to give it the depth. So each game will have can tap into this wonderful story. Um, so it's he's he's really there. He's kind of the center of the wheel to make sure all the pieces fit together properly. And um, 
there, there's a, a weekly meeting that goes through it and I sit in on that every single week and I'm just, there's so much cool sci-fi and technology, new worlds in different species. It's just, it's just fun and fantastic. You're going to enjoy reading the books, looking at the comics, uh, it's a whole franchise. Um, I'm playing the games as well. So story is huge and very key to the universe. And, and what I love about that, just to bring it back to what you were just saying, even like thinking about the Marvel universe, there's so many different elements of it. So just for the the builders out there, for example, let's say that you made like an X-Men type world and you have all these different mutants. So now you have these indie games that could come and, you know, create like a mutant specific storyline that still ties into the larger story and it's still on brand. You still can bring your character and it all falls in place. And like having that type of depth of storyline is so cool um, that I just wanted to like be able to echo real quick, like how awesome this, this vision is, but, but now shifting over to the community side. And I think this is the most important piece to build true community and to build these extravagant games take years of development. I don't think a lot of people really realize how much energy and time goes into mapping all of this out to really build a community that comes and survives the test of time and grows with you over time. What lessons have you learned through your journey in gaming to make sure that the community aspect is as strong and the right steps are being taken to to really mold a, a really congruent community that aligns with what you're trying to build with your vision? I, I think the most important thing is this, we just share with them, you know? So every discussion we have internally, we record and we have our, our team, our community team that are taking excerpts out of that and trying to feed it the community. So they can actually see the background, how the character is developed or how their art style was developed for this particular world. Um, you know, how, how we thought about each element of the game. So if people want to go along on the journey and really see how games, uh, large franchises are built, this is a phenomenal project to tag along to. I think the more time that people sink into that and the more they play around with the assets that we freely give to the community, I think they'll get more and more sucked into what we're doing and they'll be loyal. They'll be so loyal to um, the prop property because it's their property. The union universe i can't say it is i'll say it over and over it's their project it's going to go as far as the support that they give us will allow and so um you know just open channels of communication giving them uh, access to what we're doing letting them play even though games take longer to develop we're going to release things like a danger room where people can go in and take their their character that they bought. Because you have to remember, we're not a PFP. We're not a little piece of artwork over there that looks cute. We're, when people buy it, it's a fully 3D animated character that's game ready. And we'll have like a danger room they can drop in, run around obstacles, shoot things, have fun, etc. But it does take time to then fully integrate that into the story and to, you know, build a cohesive game that can entertain entertain people for dozens of hours versus 15 or 20 minutes. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And I, I think that's amazing. And, you know, I think you've given like so much amazing info on all things Universe. but I kind of want to wrap up with two fun questions. I always like to ask my guests. And the first one I want to ask is if you could impart one to two pieces of wisdom to Tony Harmon, when you first got started in your journey, what would you tell yourself? Um, you just you have to you have to love what you're doing. If you don't love what you what you're doing, just get out. I, I started out in the finance world. I absolutely hated. Time stood still. I could not get through the day, you know. And everything in my life 
that was exciting had nothing to do with my job. You know, I'd get out of there, go play softball, tennis, whatever. And when I made a commitment and I said, look at this is life is going to be long and it's going to be really tedious. I'm only, I want to do something fun. I want to do something every single day, be excited about what I'm doing. I literally walked in the front door of Nintendo and I went into Nintendo and I said, I will do anything in this building. Give me an opportunity. So I want people to realize it takes that level of commitment and your life will be so much more fulfilled and time will go by so much faster and be proud of what you're doing. When I started making video games, my dad was not proud of me. (laughs) I can tell you that for a fact. You're not going to law school? No, I'm making games, you know? And so it's, you just have to do what you have a passion for. If you do something you have a passion for, you will put more energy into it. There'll be less wasted time in your life. And I think the results will show um, and tap into the creative energy. Everyone has creative energy. You know, it may not be art. It could be music. It could be writing. Um, tap into that creative energy because that, that gives you a spark and make your life a lot more enjoyable. I think that's a great gym. Um, everyone listening, go back and listen to that a couple of times. I think it's always a good refresher that it's, one of the things that COVID did for the world was to make people reflect on where they had in their lives. Are they doing what they want to do? How can they follow that? And I think you imparting that wisdom is just another good refresher of if you're not necessarily doing the thing that you want to right now, how can you start taking the steps to go in that direction and, and making sure that you're in your passion? If you're already in your passion, congratulations, keep going at it and, and you know, keep, keep thriving. But um, I think that is you know, an, an excellent uh, piece of wisdom. But as we wrap up here, man, what is a final thought that you want to leave with all the listeners today? Um, um, the universe is your project. Please check it out. It's the community's project. You can have a lot of fun with this. We're going to bring a lot of great content to you. Um, it, very rare, rarely do you get to participate in something very unique. Just think if you could go back when George Lucas was thinking about Star Wars and he was building out and you could read some expert excerpts of his story and see some of the initial art he, he's done. That's what you can do with this project. You can get involved from the very beginning. You can check out what amazing people in this industry are doing. I have decades of experience in this industry. I've tried to share this with my friends in the industry and bring the best talent that I've worked with over the last 20 plus years into this project. So come check out the universe. Um, I'm super excited to support creators. I will support them in every way I can the rest of my career. That's awesome. And I think that's a great final thought. As a reminder, you can go to universe.com uh, to get more information where you can follow them on Twitter and Discord. Um, are there any other ways that they can learn more information or potentially uh, connect with you, Tony? No, I mean, Discord is our primary communication mechanism. We, we fire out a lot of things on Twitter just because it's a way to reach a lot of people quickly and bring new people into Discord. But on our, our Discord, we have uh, creator channels. We have you know, uh, founders come in, you can actually earn your way up to be a founder in the project wow. and get, kind of get legendary status in the project. Legends in our world get, get to see secrets earlier than everyone else because uh, they've earned their way up in that. So there's a, a system in a game we play so you can kind of rank up within it. And um, we're releasing uh, universe collectibles next week. So that's a great way to get involved. All the collectible NFTs that we have, we want to teach people from the gaming world about NFTs, we want to teach them about the universe. Every little piece that we give out tells some of the story, shows some of the phenomenal artwork we're doing, and gives people free things to collect. And then we're going to play a little game with these collectibles down the road that's going to have an exciting uh, outcome to it. 
Excellent. Well, I know I'm excited to learn more. For everyone listening, if you're fired up about this, make sure you go learn more about Universe and uh, check out the website. Make sure you join the Discord, see if you can get legendary status. And Tony, want to say thank you again for joining us. And as always, stay Cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. This show and any other Cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from Pirate M, who said, This podcast is great. I didn't know that much about cryptocurrency before I started listening, but now I feel great. The topics covered and guests are all fantastic. Additionally, the information is easy to understand, even if you aren't that well-versed because of how entertaining the whole show is. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews, and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. We would like to give a special shout out to our Moon sponsor, Acacia Digital. Acacia invests in partners with early stage blockchain companies who are solving complex problems in large markets. Acacia partners with projects that have established technology and communities. Acacia supports public projects exhibiting strong momentum and capacity to grow into large markets. Acacia also directly participates in limited releases such as NFTs tied to unique experiences, access, or products. For more information, go to acaciadigital.io. Again, that's acaciadigital.io. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. 